What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Grassroots Roundtable Podcast. I'm your host, the A-game, Adam Bailey, elder of Grassroots Church, joined again, as always, by my very close friend at this moment, main man himself, lead elder of Grassroots Church, Darren Cherry. Darren, you are close. It's different. So if this, sound, <laughs> this sounds it's a little different. bit different, we uh, you know, still having some tech issues with the computer we usually record on. So we're recording this episode of the podcast in a smaller room. Now here we call what is this the Acorns Room? Here the theater. It was the Oaks Room. Oaks Room. Yeah, and the program we're using is uh, voice memo. But in order for this to sound great, which is I know what everybody's used to, you know we have to sit close together. <laughs> so we're, we're at the, we're at a round table, but we're right next to each we're other. We're breaking social distance protocol. Ah, but um, it's okay because. I'm I'm good. I'm not spreading nothing. Are you? You're vaccinated. I'm fully vaccinated. I haven't been yet. You say that as you take a swig of your drink, like like I'm like a cowboy right now. <laughs> but anyway, listener, thank you so much for giving us your time. I hope this uh, goes well. This is a Sunday recording again, Darren. I've come to enjoy this because we the gathering's so much fun and. Always fun just to see everybody, and then you guys have GSM afterwards, and uh, and then we get to record. It just makes for Sunday like a, a fun full day. Very full, very full. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's our grocery shopping day too, because I'm usually off on Sundays. It's like oh. I got groceries, and then after this, yeah, I got to get groceries. Go do y'all home. actually go, or do you do the pickup? We go at this point. Um, yeah, the, yeah, pickup. We get a little bit carried away. With it's the easy, like, add, add, add. And then I don't necessarily, I trust my judgment more than I do some of the employees' judgment when they're picking uh, up my groceries. <laughs> is it easier for you to be like, we want a bag of Cheetos? And then you look and you go, yes, we want five bags of Cheetos. Of course we do. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there have been times when we're like, uh, we want this pork chop. And then they're like, do you get the substitution? We're like, yeah, it's okay. We have 20 pork chops. I wouldn't have bought them in the store. Plus, you kind of miss out on the whole walking by something and being like, ooh, ghost pepper sriracha, which I bought the other day. And last night for dinner, I made some ghost pepper sriracha wings. Oh, yeah. You're. I'm good. I'm good now. Okay. I was, I was good. <laughs> it's like two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm fully recovered. Okay. Okay. But yeah. no, we're good. We got to get groceries. I'm going to go on the river trail. Haven't been oh, to the river man. trail this and year. And it actually seems like it's been a little cold, but it seems like this will be a good day for it. Yeah, it's been kind of nippy. And then I'm going to weed eat because I have so many weeds. As long as you can rest in doing so. I'll rest in knowing that those weeds will be eaten. Yeah. No, I, I I actually like going grocery shopping and just taking your time aisle by aisle. But I understand like my wife is a, is a go-getter. She has her list. That's all she wants to get. Get through the store. Get out. She hates it. So the pickup's been like, she loves it. She still does the pickup. And it's not even a pandemic thing anymore. It's just she loves doing, she's going to pull up, come put whatever groceries you put in the bags in my car. I'll deal with it when I get home. Yeah, we're in that situation now where we're both working in like three weeknights throughout the week, obviously. We don't we, we don't really have time to cook, so we're having to eat out more often. It's just the way that the schedule works out. So, like for today, it's like, yeah, I'm just going to get groceries like for today, tomorrow, and then one other day this week, and all the other days we have to eat out. So, <clears throat> it's just not worth the whole effort of the pickup thing. I'd rather just go in and be like, 
Ooh, chips. Easier that way. We're going to be talking about forgiveness on this uh, episode. A light, easy topic. So thank you for choosing to listen to this podcast. As, you know, you're awesome for listening to it. And the reason we want to talk about forgiveness is I'm going to forgive Darren for two things. One, about last year, you put me in your second tier of friends, along with, <laughs> quote, everybody else. I'll see if I can forgive you about that. <laughs> and then two, uh, well, oh, your, your top five grassroots moments, not a single one included me. They were all like the first year of baby grassroots. Yeah. And um, yeah. so, Darren, uh, how, how, does this, how does this forgiveness thing work? Well, I think, okay, we, this actually would start a big topic that somebody asking forgiveness and then somebody granting forgiveness. Because sometimes you have to grant forgiveness even though you haven't asked. You can say, can you forgive somebody who wasn't seeking forgiveness? Oh, yeah. Like, and I, I would say you have to. Does Jesus forgive people who don't seek forgiveness? Well, that depends. Because on the cross, he actually said, Lord, hold, don't hold this against them. Don't lay this to their charge. Did everybody in the crowd accept him as Savior? Probably not. But he was saying, like, I forgive you on a personal level, what you're doing to me right now. But on a cosmic level of forgiving sin, no. But human to human, you know, like, and I think the best story, and I don't even know where, it, like, because you usually have the flow of what you want to get to today. I don't know if you have oh, I'm, that. I'm so organized. I, I don't know if you have that today. I got but the voice memo up. I think the best example I have of that is a very dear friend of mine uh, who grew up with, not such a good dad, um, abusive father, which I think, you know, a lot of people can relate, relate with. Yeah. Right. Um, and he came to the realization that he was holding a lot of bitterness towards his dad, a lot of anger. And he realized the Lord was leading him to forgive his dad. His dad had never asked forgiveness. And so he went to his dad who his dad actually claims to be a Christian and he, told his dad, he's like, hey, I want you to know for everything growing up, I forgive you. And it's, I think in your mind, you might be able to play that up where the, the dad as a Christian would be like, you know what, I'm, I'm glad that we were able to have this time because please forgive. His dad's response, literally, he was like, hey, dad, I forgive you. His dad's response was, for what? Yeah. I had a similar situation like that. Um, uh, I had one other girlfriend before, Jesse. And I broke up with her. Actually, we broke up twice. One time she broke up with me, but the second time, the last time, I broke up with her. <laughs> so I guess, you know, we're tied. The last laugh. We're, we're tied at one. Whoa. But at one point, I was trying to, there, obviously, there's no such thing as an easy breakup. I mean, even like the most amicable, it's, something, something, there's, it's never going to be like, oh, that worked out well for everybody and everybody's happy. Uh, but, but you do want to break up? I want to break up. We both want to break up. Awesome. Now we're friends. You just like shake hands and, <laughs> all right, see you at work tomorrow. <laughs> Unless you're at work, see you at home. Oh, wow. See you at home oh, these days. Oh, yeah. But, I, you know, I, I uh, don't like making people feel bad. I'm a very, very empathetic person. Yeah. I can't not be that. Uh, felt bad. And I was trying to, like, work through that with her. And I remember one time, I was like, hey, let's just meet up and talk. And we're talking. I was like, I just want to let you know. Uh, I have no ill feelings towards you. Like, nothing at all like just just know that be at peace with that 
which sparked rage in her. She's like, why would you? I didn't do anything wrong. She's like, you're the one that broke it. And I was like, yeah, this is not going well. Um, maybe oh. she didn't sound like, anyway, it was, that was not a good conversation to have, but I think, I think that's, you know, that, that's common. But the point is, you can tell by me just saying like, I'm going to forgive you for me not being in your top tier of friends. That's one. And then two, not being in any of your favorite grass. And I've never moments. asked forgiveness. So I, Darren, on this podcast, <laughs> I forgive you. I forgive Just want to let you know that there are no ill feelings harbored towards clearly, you clearly, from me. Clearly none. I've completely forgotten it. I'm totally over it. I, I will. For now. <laughs> I was going to say until that's brought up again. No. Um, I'm trying to think of another situation where you'll be like, Hey, let's let's rank this, and I'll rank them, and you won't be there again. You'll be like, really, like really. Well, I made that joke. Uh, we were in a group conversation with Gina, and I said, I want to make you do a podcast episode, a bonus episode, yeah. of your five favorite Adam moments. Well, what you'll do the next time you'll be like, let's talk about our five favorite conferences we've been to, and I'll name like five, and you won't have been at any of them, and you'll be like, come on, because no, we've been to. If we did that again, it'd be top five. I will share my favorite Darren moments, <laughs> and you can share your favorite Adam. We'll moments. do it. We'll do it. But, but every every night in my diary, I'm just getting so tired of writing. You know, it's been 97 days, diary. <laughs> Still no reconciliation. I even have like a stone wall in my man cave. Do you, you draw the... Yeah, with a rock. I put all the, the lines The down. scratches and then five. It's five. like off of Castaway. <laughs> yeah. No, it... I have a soccer ball. Because it is like... Wait, it's a volleyball. Excuse let me, me see. You and I, we've been to... Because I'm just thinking now, we've been to three conferences together. Uh, Went to Chicago. Uh, Went we went to, to Flatwoods. Clarksburg like three times. We went to, well, we went to that one day one that was terrible. We left halfway through. <laughs> yeah, we walked out. <laughs> we did. We left halfway through it. Um, and then we went to, because uh, you and Jesse and Kelly and I went to um, Parkersburg. Mm-hmm. We went to that one. Of course, we did go to Clarksburg because we went to YC together. Right. We've been to several. Yeah. Yeah, five. Yeah. I don't think any of them are my top five that I've been to. (laughs) (laughs) No. If you had to pick your favorite Adam moment right now on the spot. No. See, what you would say is right now, every moment with you. Now, we're sitting too close together to have this conversation. Well, what it is, I will say this. The the conference in Chicago, I would not put in my top five conferences I've been to. But that experience is the best. Like absolute the nerdy drive thing. the the hours lost of sleep the 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 hunt for the hotel during the murder a Cubs scene game B and B that like we thought we walked in on a crime scene. Oh, listener, a uh, little bit of advice: if you're going to try to find a hotel during the night, like that day, like that night, you're in you're in Chicago in Chicago, it's two o'clock in the afternoon when there's a Cubs game, there's a Cubs game, and you need a hotel, forget about it. Not going to happen. Just just don't do it. Although now, yeah, Cubs aren't doing too well, are they? Well, pandemic, they're limiting capacity. So, okay. Well, if you're in Texas, and <laughs> no, okay. So I will say this. Back to like talking about forgiveness. Yeah, I forgive you. We're done, and I appreciate that. Yeah, sure, totally. But I never asked. Right. So, what would be the point of forgiving me? Well, it makes me feel a little better. Okay. It's a weight off of my shoulders, thinking how lonely I am and how all my effort. <laughs> I'm kidding. He just wants a best friend. No, but that's the thing is like when you forgive somebody, even if they haven't asked for it, it's not for their benefit. It it is it is for you um the release of that 
that bitterness, that that unforgiveness, that anger. It, it's because uh, the the best, best, best example ever of what bitterness and unforgiveness and anger in your own life is. It's like drinking poison and expecting the person you're angry at to die. Like, and that's a great example. Um, and so when you when you forgive somebody, even if not asked to to be forgiven, uh, it it's it does it works in your soul. And this is relevant. So if someone's listening, whether they're part of Grassroots Church, part of a different church, or just someone out there who stumbled upon the podcast, that's really the necessary point to be made here. It's like not practicing forgiveness is very counterproductive. It's not good for you. So it's beneficial to everybody. So I'll try to dig deeper into that. Darren, you have notes. I do. Because a couple years ago, there was a sermon, a groundbreaking, revolutionary sermon. Series. Uh, series. Sermon series. On forgiveness. We did. It was called Make the Choice. Um, I remember preaching this series because... Is this before me? Because I don't remember this. It was pretty early on. Yeah, so it was before me. So this was during the golden years. Yeah, this was during just the highlight of the grassroots uh, <laughs> years. But um, but the reason we called it Make the Choice is um, forgiveness is a choice. It, it's, it's something that the Holy Spirit brings you to and does in you in dealing with people around you. But you can either choose to hang on to the bitterness. You can cha- choose to hang on to the anger. Or you can choose to forgive. And I, I think something that people need to understand is sometimes forgiveness towards somebody is going to happen in multiple, multiple levels. Like, for instance, you forgive me for not having one of my top five moments for grassroots have you in it. Okay. Hey, I forgive you for that. But then months later, you remember, you know what? He didn't put me in his top tier friends. And you're like, I'm hurt over that. And but you know what? I'm gonna forgive. Him. No Christmas card for you. <laughs> I'm not tagging you in this fun post. When when the the deacons come and say, Hey, we'd like to give Darren a Christmas bonus. You're like, No, nope. oh, no, 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 does no, not no, deserve no. that. No, does not deserve Qu- that. Quid pro no. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, you like that. But but yeah, I think it's where people realize like I, I'm forgiving them for this, and then you realize you're angry and bitter about something else. Um, towards him, it's like, oh, I need to forgive them for that too. And so it comes in layers, but there's even, and I wish you and I had it in front of you, there are literally medical studies that are done that talk, it's blood pressure, um, dealing with mental health, anxiety, depression, all those things with people that are hanging on to past issues and not wanting to forgive and not wanting to let go of those things. Uh, it affects them, not just on a soul level, but literally even in a mental and physical level, it affects their body and it affects their mind. And so forgiveness isn't just a thing where it's like, oh, well, glad that's over. Mm-hmm. It is it is every aspect of your life, of, of your being, of who you are. And it affects it. And so that's why we said, we called it make, uh, make the choice, like making the choice to forgive. Okay, so how, where do we go with that then? Make the choice. I feel like all this is so much easier said than done. Like when someone really hurts you, you, you almost feel like you have to internalize that choice. You just can't say, yeah, I forgive you. Don't worry about it. Then you turn it back and be like, jerk. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Well, 
I'll give you some things that we we wrote these down because we wanted people to remember for a while. And I actually <laughs> actually found it in a filing cabinet at my house. I forgot all oh, about whatever. It. it was in a frame above your fireplace. And I it's all the only family devotion we ever do is from this. <laughs> so because everyone has to forgive you so often. Yes. Like well, Tim that's Allen. True. That's a Tim Allen devotion. Oh gosh. Best. You could probably make a 365 day uh, or Tim Taylor. Well, Tim Allen played Tim Taylor. Okay. But you could make a devotional 365 days between men and women based off of home improvement. It's I a, might do that. It's a good show. I mean, he's always getting in trouble. It's like he was just trying to fix the sink <laughs> and make it better. Yeah. It has like. salt in it. I think we've talked about that on the podcast before. There's this idea out there. Uh, other people, different podcasts are like, Jill, calm down. He was just trying to fix the sink. And for you to move your pottery stuff into his garage. Oh, brutal. Yeah, and he has to apologize? Anyway. Oh, trust me. My wife and I have had plenty of conversations surrounding that show. But I think what we can start with, because you're talking, you're asking a question, where do we go with, like, how can we? And, and it, to help people understand you know, you always want to go. Um, why do we? Why do we hang on to our hurt and our pain? Um, and just a couple of things. Um, in the short term, because we've been wronged, hanging on to that bitterness is is like it feels good because it's almost like I'm not going to let them be forgiven. You hurt me, so I'm, I'm hurting you in return by not forgiving you. Mm-hmm. And that's that whole drinking the poison. Giving you the cold shoulder. Went yeah. out of, going out of my way, spending all this energy when we're in public together to go out of my way not to pay attention to you. Yes. And and that's like, so they hang on to that. Another one is um, we feel like if we forgive, it feels sometimes like we're saying um, what you did to me was okay. Mm. which Which isn't true. You're, you're not saying, I'm okay with what you did. Um, but it, it feels like we can be saying that. Uh, and then another thing is, um, if we hang on to our bitterness, it justifies how we're feeling. Like, I can say, I have a right to feel this way. But if I choose to forgive, and those feelings crop back up, you know, we're, we're going to we're gonna have to forgive again. And, and continue to, to let go of it. And, um, and then the last one, um, and this one's tougher. <laughs> this one's real tough because I've been in these shoes and the Lord just absolutely smacked me across the face with it one day. If we hang on to our anger and our bitterness, it keeps us from having to recognize our own faults in the situation. Mm. And so... Yeah, you know what is coming to my mind constantly right now? Civil War, not the Civil War, but Captain America Civil War. Okay. Remember how uh, Captain America, uh, Tony Stark, they had different views on uh, on a treaty that was being signed. Yep. But basically it's like, what should we do? Should the Avengers be, should they have oversight from a world government or should they be able to act independently so they don't fall victim to regimes with bad intentions? And that's really what split the Avengers up. And that grudge went through all of was it uh endgame yeah and it wasn't until man like five years later yeah after the thanos finger snap and after and all that stuff went down that uh you know tony stark showed up at the avengers complex and he's like yeah it turns out holding on to this grudge is uh kind of taxing captain mary's like yeah same here (laughs) well and they go back in time together 
And he was like, do you trust me? He's like, yeah, I trust you. And it's like, okay, there's the moment where they're, they've reconciled. Right. Um, and it's funny, like one of the funniest lines, I recently rewatched those movies. Captain America keeps losing his shield that Tony Stark's dad made. And anyway, Tony finds it one more time. He comes up to Captain America. He's like, if you drop this one more time, I'm keeping it. Just throws it down and walks away. But anyway, I think that's a good example. You got two people at odds. They hurt each other, literally fought each other. Uh, went way out of the way, spent a lot of energy. A lot of people were hurt because they would not reconcile. But, you know, that moment where, hey, you hurt me, I hurt you, we're both at fault here. Yep, they both have to own it. And you like, take that next step to where now I have to trust you. And that brings people together. Yep. And it feels so good. Even talking about that makes it feel really good. I'm telling you. It's like, man. Now, side note. Where would you rank Civil War in the Marvel movies? See, it's hard for me to rank them in order, like one, two, three, four, five. So I have to have tiers. Like okay. Tier one, tier two, and tier three. Civil War is tier one, easily. It's one of the best Marvel movies. It was really good. It's good because it's very um, philosophical in a lot of ways. It's political. It's like, well, if you submit yourself to oversight, then not having the ability to choose for yourself what you can and can't do. It's a good movie. And that's the fight scene in Germany. When Spider-Man comes out. Oh, so good. I love the scene, even how they introduce Spider-Man. Whenever uh, Spider-Man's like, no, oh, I, I got a guy who can come and help us out. And then it immediately cuts to um, Queens. Yeah. And no one knew, really, that that was going to happen. Like, the Spider-Man was going to be in. It's got some cool music playing. and uh, it was, yeah, It's a good movie. So good. So good. But um, but top tier. And, Classic and, example and of I would agree. pain, holding grudge, reconciliation. Watch Endgame, watch Infinity War. Oh, I got them backwards before. You said you like Infinity War more than Endgame. Though, I actually right? do. That's what I thought you I said. I really do. I'm still, my two favorite are Iron Man original and Captain America original. Yeah. And then, of all the things, the third Thor, Ragnarok, is... You don't like it? Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, I love Ragnarok. It's fantastic. Yeah, I like. Uh, I really like Ragnarok. I like Infinity War. I do like Endgame. I like Civil War. Um, I do not like... See, here's where we disagree. All right. Uh, oh, you don't like Doctor Strange? I don't like Doctor Strange. I love Doctor Strange. I loved it. Uh, yeah, man, not a fan. I liked it. i tell you one that people hated that I actually really liked. I liked Iron Man 3. Um, yeah, PTSD Iron Man. Yeah, but Mandarin, I, I really, I liked that. I liked that movie. I'm on a huge Batman kick. We we got HBO Max because everything you have if you want to watch Friends, you have oh, to have HBO Max. It's, yeah. I wish there was a way to consolidate these streaming subscriptions, but um, well, I like Batman and I decided I'm gonna start watching all the Batman movies. So last night I watched Tim Burton's nineteen eighty nine Batman. So good. Great movie. So good. Kim Basinger? So good. Jack Nichols. Nicholson, excuse me. Yeah. But <laughs> as the Joker. I will say it, all you have to have is HBO Max, Paramount Plus uh, Hulu, Disney Plus, Peacock, Netflix, um, YouTube, Peacock. TV. Yeah, that's all you Amazon have to have. Prime. That's all you have to have to watch it. Yeah, it's just those, just those few. Gosh, it's you know, it's getting ridiculous. Two hundred bucks a month. It's I forgive you guys for robbing me blind yeah, on all these real. daggone streaming things. And that doesn't include if you want your NFL season ticket. But do you remember the reconciliation that happened? Oh, that'd be a spoiler alert. Can I spoil King Kong vs Godzilla? No, because I haven't seen it. All right, never mind. Watch King Kong. That I can't wait to see it. There may or may not be forgiveness. I can't wait to see it. It's pretty good. I watched all four of those monster movies in the past couple weeks, and uh, good good ending. Now, let me go ahead and tell you, just so it's on record, what I think happens. So when I watch it... You can go back. I can say, okay, so they fight. 
And it's because they say Godzilla's hurting people. They don't know why. That's all the previews. Okay, previews. I'm going for previews. He's hurting people. They don't know why. We need calm. And there was a battle before. But something else is coming. They're going to end up. Global warming. They're going to end up teaming together and fighting something else. <laughs> they're going to team up together and fight climate change. <laughs> something. I don't know what it is. But they're fighting something else because Godzilla always knows about it. Because that's why, if you watch the first Godzilla, that's when he shows up, is when there's a threat. Mm-hmm. Kong's not a threat. Mm-hmm. And so it's on record. When the movie comes, I, or when I can watch the movie, we will see how my Sounds good. prediction... We'll hold you to it. I, hold me to it. But but yeah, I um, when we look through it, all the, the different reasons and stuff going on, um, that we move uh, towards our hurt instead of away from it, uh, that's... Those are those reasons. But I do want to say, because we're talking, you're like, well, what, you know, how do we forgive? We also need to define forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let me give people uh, really quick four four things that forgiveness is not. Okay. Okay. Boxing yourself in. Yep. First of all, forgiveness is not time. Time heals all wounds. That's crap. That's what Frodo said. It's absolute crap. Turns out there's some wounds that time cannot heal. When you leave, sometimes there is no coming back. Yep. And so... Sorry. <laughs> what what time does is typically means distance. And the sting of it lessens. But if you start thinking of a situation or a person and those feelings all start rushing back and the hurt begins anew... There's not been forgiveness. Time does not heal all wounds. Yeah, that's like how people say uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. I was like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> At least not for me. No, I think obviously it's that thing. It's like it makes you miss them, but it doesn't like make you love them more. Yeah, I've, yeah. yeah. But it's not time. Uh, number two, burying it. Just at, like it's not like hey, you hurt me, I killed you, I buried you. Hey. My period. If someone my, wronged you, my dig that grave till the job's done, boys. Yeah. But it's not that. Like burying it down. Like I'm just not going to deal with it because I want you to picture um, a, a trash can. You know, kind of in your heart, this trash can. Oh, okay. And you're you've got these feelings you don't want to deal with. So what do you do? You take the lid off. You throw those feelings in your closed trash can. That's my. I'm not dealing with the pile. Eventually, the trash can is too full. And when something happens to blow that lid off, it's not just who's in front of you that you're unloading. It's all these things that you haven't dealt with mm-hmm. come flooding out. Um, I can remember I was hurt by my dad from a particular situation from when I was a kid, and I never dealt with it. And it was like three or four years later. Uh, I was in high school now, and I was in a shouting match with my mom. Like, we were angry, and we got... I don't even remember what my mom and I were fighting about. And, like, halfway through this argument with my mom, I'm yelling that I don't want to be like my dad, I hate my dad, I don't want anything to do with my dad. It's like, what? Like, I'm talking to my mom. Yeah. About, like, my dad's nowhere related in it. Like, what happened? And what it was is I had feelings I'd never dealt with. I'd had bitterness towards my dad I'd never dealt with, and it all came... All that hurt came... Busting back out of that heart fracture. Yep. 
And so your your heart garbage can was overflowing. You got to take the trash out every now and then. Yeah, have to take the trash out, or else it gets stinky, smelly, and True. overflows. Yep. And, so, uh, and rule of thumb: if you take the trash out, you are responsible for replacing the bag. That is a very legit point. Thank you. Is this a guy girl thing? <laughs> I well, it's a I, kid thing too. It's like cool. You took the garbage out, but you know, I went to go throw this like yogurt container thing away it's like clonk it's like there's no bag in Jesse. here well i mean i do it too occasionally but jesse but it's like on it put the bag in jesse okay the liner we're gonna get feedback from her going well i'll put the bag in but you make sure to tell adam just really listen to the podcast but some person's going to listen to it and they're going to tell her about it she's like what'd you say about sorry i do this with jesse my impression of her which is nothing like the way she sounds at all. Like my Jesse. But it set. would sound brutal. It goes like this. It's like, I don't know why. Who's going to talk about me on the podcast? I'm kidding. Oh my gosh. But you do that but in front of her. Sound, oh, all the time. So she knows that it's it's in love. I was like, Jesse, you come home. I was like, da, 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 da. <laughs> she doesn't sound anything like that. She's very she soft spoken. She doesn't sound like, oh anything like that. <coughs> oh, sorry, no, that hurt. <laughs> no, but your, your wife's awesome. You're blessed. Love you, Jesse. You're the best. You're blessed to have her. She but... forgives me all the time. Good. Hey. And you've forgiven her. Jesse put the bag back in the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> so so don't – time doesn't do it. Burying doesn't do it. Covering it with something else. Okay? And this happens in a lot of relationships where I'm hurt by my father. Therefore, you know, a lady, the men I date are – terrible but it's like it, you're covering something bad but or you had a it's like projecting yeah 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 well and you had a bad relationship with a girl and so the next one you know you're you're just trying to get away from that and get another girlfriend or something and it's like it you're you're compounding the problem here you know you're not fixing anything so covering it with something or if you're hurting and so you choose to turn to alcohol or drugs or pornography um and listen Church, I was thinking food. But. Oh no, food's another big. Well, food's kind of where I go. So let's not talk about that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <subject. laughs> no, food can be comforting, but you can't go too far with it. But Jessica comes home and like all these wings everywhere. The smell oh. of ghost pepper in the air. She's like, Adam, who did it? Like, none of your business. No, I'm kidding. And then you're like, Darren's coming over. <laughs> we guessed it worked. No, I'm kidding. But it, <laughs> they said a bad thing. Um, but no, it like even church life. People can use church life to cover up. Like, I'm going to get super involved in church. I'm going to give to the church. And every time the doors are open, I'm going to be there. And they're, they're just covering up some hurt. They're covering up with something else. Mm-hmm. So, so don't cover it up. The, the last one is what we call holy revenge. Where... That sounds awesome. Yeah, holy revenge. I mean, it's revenge. obviously wrong. But. It, it is. And, and we come out of... It's actually Romans chapter 12, uh, which talks about how we interact with those... Um, marks of a true Christian and how we interact within that. It's like, I'm not going to, I'm holier than you and therefore I forgive you and you're lucky to have me, you know, do mm-hmm. that. It's like, that's not. It's kind of like the Lord it over somebody type yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's that's not what you want to do. And so, um, but but true forgiveness, and this is the best definition, the one I use all the time. Forgiveness is what we call cho- uh, making the choice to end the cycle of revenge. Hmm. And, and what that means is um, 
I'm not going to return to you what you have done to me. And that includes in deed, in word, in feeling. I'm, it stops here. And, and I'm not going to put it on to other people. It's like absorbing the cost and paying for it. I don't know if this is that's what revenge. Legit, no, that's what forgiveness is. But I, I remember hearing an analogy one time of let's say your neighbor one day is back in another driveway and they run over your mailbox. So you got there and it's like ran over my mailbox and it's obvious. The neighbor's like, "Yep, ran over your mailbox. Oops." You can either say you owe me, like we have a debt suddenly, or be like, "Now we and give me your mailbox. Then we'll be debt free." But the person who's offering forgiveness is like. You wronged me. Like, you were wrong. You wronged me. It's all, I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. It's like, you know, you go, you buy your, you pay the price for that iniquity. You, you know, like, you bury that. Not in the way that you were saying about that, but you. No, no, no. I know what you mean. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a good analogy or not. Because I know for me, it's like, I, I don't have a, I have a long memory. So things stick to me. So I, I guess my major struggle is that if someone says something to me and crushes me and they come back and it's like, hey, Adam, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to speak to you that way. Because um, people do it all the time. I'm kidding. They're like, hey, I didn't mean to speak to you that way. I'm sorry. I'd be like, absolutely. Thank you for apologizing. Appreciate it. Don't worry about it. Um, so I'm like, yeah, forgive them. But in my mind, it's like, I think differently about this person now. It's like, whew, they got an anger issue. Mm. Like, it changes my view of them. So for me, it's like, I don't have a problem saying, like, I forgive you. It doesn't affect me, but it changes my perception of that person where it's like, phew. See if you get put on the committee. You know, oh. so, no, I'm kidding. We don't have committees here. Oh, I'm glad we don't. <laughs> For that reason. But um, I hope that makes sense. So I, I guess that's some type of holding a grudge. I just remember. Forgive and forget. That's what you hear all the time. It's like, I can forgive, but I don't really forget. Forgive and forget. And I think, again, when I do premarital, this is what I say. Forgive and forget doesn't exist. When you've been wounded, it, you don't forget. But what it is, you, you refuse to bring it up. So let's say, um, <clears throat> let's say you and I, which is funny. The only two arguments you and I have ever been in, one was over sports and one was over the youth evangelism conference trip. Yeah. Which was my, I, 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 I had a preconceived notion of the way the week. That's was how I look. got in that second tier. <laughs> and it, yeah, you were first year. <laughs> I got then, knocked down that day, but, but doggone it. You Tom Brady, let's say I got angry and I lashed out at you about something. And you were like, man, I do forgive you. Because I was like, I, I forgive me for doing that. I shouldn't have said that. That's on me. Please forgive me. Um, and you were like, hey, I forgive you for that. And then two months later, I lashed out at you about something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, man, I really shouldn't have done that. Please forgive me. And you were like, man, listen, last time, okay, then you never, you haven't forgiven me. Mm-hmm. Brought it back if up. If you're going to bring it back up. And and so um, that's, that's what you're saying is like when you – choose to have a detonate on you like it's ending here uh i'm going to bury it in a way that's like it's gone i won't bring it back up right and i'm also very quick to ask forgiveness i always assume that i cannot tell you how many times in grassroots or work i'll tell someone it's like hey i said this thing i said this joke came out wrong i'm sorry and people almost always like i didn't think anything of it i was gonna say you've uh, asked me to forgive you so many times and i'm like for what like i I don't even remember anything happening i talk too much at work so it's like given the sheer quantity of stuff i say during those eight and a half hours some of them probably aren't right and i'm convinced that the one thing that's going to get me fired is gonna be like hey you said this and you're fired to be like 
that was the one? I've got like this huge resume of things I probably shouldn't have said that I've apologized for that were probably worse, but like that's the one. But you've done it too. There have been times like during our corporate gathering, you come to me and it's like, hey, we were talking earlier and I'm sorry. I'm like, oh yeah. It's like, sorry about what? I don't think anything of it. <laughs> like, what are you yeah. talking about? You're like, I just don't want you to think. I'm like, I didn't think. But now that you mention it, <laughs> we need to talk. What did you mean? <laughs> but that's the thing is like, and, and when we say not bringing it up, like things can be brought up for discussion. Like, okay, hey, uh, you know, Adam, you remember the last time we talked? I remember it was, I got angry at you because of this. and Or you might bring it up. Oh, I remember you saying this, but it's okay to bring it up, but you're not going to bring it up as ammunition. You're, no. you're not bringing it up as ammunition. You're not going to be like, man, you yelled at me last time. For, it's just like, oh, hey, here's a track record. Let's talk about it. And I'll end um, kind of like just my view about this whole discussion with these two points. One, I think it's important for people to talk things out. If you feel like somebody has wronged you, go talk to them about it. Like if you feel like you've wronged somebody, like you've got to talk things out. Pretty Which, sure me, that's biblical. Oh, absolutely. All over the place. But people, you know what they do? It's like, man, he said something to me and gosh, that hurt. And like three days later, it's like, man, that really hurts. But I don't want to cause drama. I don't want to do anything. Yeah. Eventually, you got to be, you got to sit down face to face and be like, take it or leave it. This is how I feel about this. You got to talk it out. And I'm also plagued. Again, I talk too much. I talk my thoughts. It makes more sense to me when I can talk out my thoughts and explain them to somebody. Which I think is one reason why I end up like asking forgiveness for everybody. Listener, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Uh, I would hate for something to come in between us, you and me. You're so special. Uh, just don't go anywhere. <laughs> if you go somewhere, make sure you take your podcast with you. <laughs> so that's why I think that um, you, you got to talk it out. Yeah. Like face to face, no text. Don't even call. Sit down, grab some coffee or whatever. And, for the uh, sake of, for the sake of, uh, I'll, I'll, first and foremost, I would say unity of the church if it's between believers. Um, but for the sake of also uh, unity of your family, uh, a, a good work environment, you know, what, whatever the environment is, if somebody's wronged you and you need to talk to them, like it, it's for the good of you, it's for the good of them, it's for the good of those around you. Now, like high school and uh, going through school, there have been times where kind of get an argument with someone and then they bring up, well, yeah, you've just been mean to me. You said this, this one time, this, this one time, you've just been really picking on me a lot. And it's like, I didn't even know you thought that way. felt that way. Mm. It's like, how am I supposed to fix it if I didn't know? I'm sorry. That's a good point. We have a different communication style. Now that I know you're a sensitive baby, (laughs) I'm kidding. Oh, wait, did you take that the wrong way? No, you were going to cry. You were going to cry to your daddy. (laughs) But yeah, yeah. talk it out. Face to face. You gotta. And suck it up and get get over it. Or get... Get it over with. Yeah. Yeah. And, sure. and I would say to help people understand, um, if you're wondering if you need to forgive somebody or have you forgiven somebody, um, you, maybe you thought you did, but you've, you know, here's some things. One is how do you respond when success comes into their lives, when something good happens to them? So if you, Adam, were mad at me, Grr. and <laughs> rare. And and somebody sent me a card here and was like, hey, thank you for being a, a good elder. Here's a $50 gift card to the asylum. You know, we love you. And I told you that. Would you would you be like, dude, that's awesome that somebody honored you in that way? And I, or would you be like, well, where's mine? Mm-hmm. Like, why haven't... 
and if it's if it's a response of like, well, why did I get one? You know, there might be something there that needs to be discussed, like just a a, a disconnect. Um, another way to look at it is um, if it's the opposite of that, but in the same way, it's if you wish failure on somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you wish failure on somebody? You know, and and please understand, like when I play somebody in basketball. I'm not wishing failure You're on them. Bringing failure upon them. I'm wishing and working for success on my part. I'm your worst nightmare. That's yeah. what you said to me when we play basketball. You were always whispering, behind, you know, I'm backing up. Now you do play chippy. <laughs> Last time I played basketball, you you played chippy. I used to. I don't anymore. Do you know why? Because you, uh, you made somebody cry. I don't know. No, well, I've definitely done that. Um, I don't anymore because it, it's really three things. One. I no longer find my identity in it. Before, as I was getting older, I still wanted to be relevant on a basketball court. Mm -hmm. And so I did get chippy on it. But then two, I'm just too old. (laughs) Like, like I, I cannot physically do on a basketball court what I used to do. And so it's like, I'm just not as chippy. And then number three, as I've gotten older, I just don't care anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Win or lose. I don't don't even, uh, I think I was like screening off for a rebound. The ball went over both of us. And it's like, boom, elbow in the shoulder. It's like, what the heck? <laughs> like, that was Darren. But anyway, that's I right. That's I, right. I forgive that's you. That's right. That's last time I tried to box you out. Come on. That's how I roll. No, I get it. I get it. I forgive you. I appreciate it. No, even good. though I didn't ask. Um, and then another thing is. Totally okay. Um, <laughs> I, I think this happens a lot within marriages. Uh, but it can happen within close relationships, uh, work, home, school, whatever. How do you handle the small things that come up? Okay, and a great example. Well, all the small things, true care, truth brings. I'll take one I'll take one lift, yep. your ride, best trip. Yep. Always. Always. I'll, See, I'll I know. know. Yeah. You'll be you'll at be, my show. You'll be at my show. Uh, watching. Yeah, waiting. Come is a yep, commiserating, yep. But say anyway, I've got to <laughs> but but the thing is, like, I blink way twos, all the small things. I do love that song. Um, it's on my playlist. But uh, but my thing is like when when the small things. So here's a great example. Going back to the trash bag and the trash can thing. Mm-hmm. If something like that is enough to spark an argument in your marriage, there's a greater issue than the fact that they didn't put a bag back in the can. I mean, there have been so many times where I've gone to put something in a microwave and I go to hit the timer, but I'm like, it's on one second because Jesse likes to stop it at one second <laughs> because she doesn't like the beeping sound. And we're talking about with her uh, her parents today, her brother-in-law, Michael's the same way. He's like, I'll race back to open it up before that <laughs> goes down to zero because I don't like hearing the beep. I'm like, you know that makes the next person have to do more work. Now i got to cancel. Now i got to time cook. Now i got to go through. Oh, hit the wrong button. Let me start this over. But anyway, she got me back today. She's like, okay, who stopped the microwave at 45 seconds? I was like, totally different. Hey. But all you, you got to do is hit start. I can't hit start on one second. Just be honest. You can tell her. Hey, be like, be like I didn't see it. Jesse's a really good wife. I just don't understand that one. It's no, cute. That's just funny. You're adorable. That's just funny. Yep, but, but that's the thing is like sometimes it's two seconds. If you went like if that one second, and, and I think anybody being honest with themselves can say this. If you went in that one second and it just set you off, there's something deeper boiling underneath the surface than the fact that 
I have to push more buttons on the microwave than I thought I was going to. <laughs> First world problem. Sorry, the way you explained that. I was like, man. Well, yeah. But, well, that's it. Kelly saw, a, they, kitchen sinks, they have, we have it at our house where you have the, the nozzle itself you pull down yeah. as a sprayer. Mm-hmm. Coolest thing ever. Super handy. I, I really like it. And we just saw yesterday that they've made one for bathrooms now. And Kelly's like, that's what you need in the bathroom. Because you're always like, if you shave or if you're brushing your teeth, then she's like. It's on the sink. She was like, that's first world problems. Like that you want a sprayer yeah. to make it easier. But Yeah, now now anybody can say, if, you, if you're a lady listening and you are married and live with a guy or, I don't know, maybe you're still around with your dad, men's bathroom etiquette, there's just. <laughs> I, had a talk, I had a talk with the Harveys yesterday and Kelly about this. I worked maintenance at a Sam's Club. And the Which girls' bathroom was dirtier. Always. Well. Always nastier. Now, Kelly. Maybe that says something about the Sam's Club constituency. Kelly said that, because I've told her this before. Ladies about who the shop ladies. at Sam's Club are nasty. I'm kidding. Well, it could be. Or but Maybe the men are just gentlemen. But she said that she holds to the fact that typically the women are the one taking the kids to the bathroom. I and I said, know. now listen, uh, for any of our listening. The masses. Audience that. Gets a little squeamish or just doesn't like think about things. Oh, we're going down this. One of the things that constantly had to be cleaned in that bathroom? No. Uh, shoe prints off the toilet seat in the women's bath- bathrooms. Yeah. That makes shoe prints on the toilet seat. So just I'll let you figure out why, but but that's like, <laughs> but they say, but but it is true. Like if something oh, small is what's setting you off towards somebody, how big were the shoes? I'm kidding. <laughs> there was that size fourteen. Fourteen. Big Bird was a woman. Shaq used the women's restroom, but uh, but it's uh, he probably used a, he's probably got a bigger foot than fourteen, but but he uses like a lake. I was going to say Old Faithful is his bidet. Oh, where you at, Shaq? Anyway, I'm you sorry. You set me up, Bernie. I'm sorry, Darren. You set me up. Um, but the whole thing, like, obviously is like, if, if it's a little thing setting you off, there's probably something deeper that you need to discuss. Yeah. And so forgiveness is the choice to end the cycle of revenge. But when you do that, you're going to have to, like you said, you have to take the, you pay the price. And... Um, you know, I mentioned before, like that my one conclusion, my other conclusion. So part two, uh, Christians that are listening, you're obligated. Like you, matter of fact, yeah. it's impossible for you not to forgive. There, you cannot all over the New Testament. Yeah. Um, you know, like, you know that someone is in the faith because they forgive. Jesus in his, um, you know, in the Lord's prayer, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Telling a story about. Um, you know, the ruler who was forgiven for his debts and turned around and held his servants accountable for that. It's like, well, how can you not forgive someone when you've received forgiveness? And I think that's one of the things where it's like, can I forgive someone? It's like, if you're, if you're a true believer in the person, teachings, deity, everything in Jesus Christ, you will. Yeah. Because we're sinners. Our, my sins put Jesus on the cross Every blow that he absorbed, every mocking word, every uh, droplet of spit that they were throwing on his face, that was for me. Yep. That's what I deserved, but I was forgiven. And that's so humbling where it's like, I didn't deserve Like, how can I then begrudge anybody? Yeah. I just, I, so it's not so much like, should I forgive or can I forgive? You will. 
Yeah, it's it's still a choice, but it's not an option. Mm. You, you have to make the choice, but it's not an option. Like, if we have been forgiven of more than we ever have to forgive others for, like, we've been forgiven of the greatest, highest, you know, rebellion ever towards our creator God, and we've been forgiven for that. There's nothing anybody can do to us that we could say, nope, I can't forgive yeah, you. C.S. Lewis said we, no, it was uh, Ray Comfort. So the we've um, committed. How do you, like, C.S. Lewis, yeah. Ray Comfort. <laughs> because C.S. Lewis talks about, like, an eternal perspective on things, and Ray Comfort has a quote. And pl- one's Australian, one's British. <laughs> I know they love that. But uh, Ray Comfort, he has a quote that says that, you know, we have wronged an eternal being. Therefore, our punishment justice should be eternal should be infinite on that same scale but it was not towards us mm-hmm. um yeah that's a very c.s lewis lewis-esque yeah he's CS probably my great comfort probably got it from c.s lewis. i'm sure he probably got it from i'm CS lewis. sure but yeah that's the thing we talked about it last week um about oh what was it i think we got on the topic of you know abuse yeah it's like well what it how can I forgive an abusive parent growing up? It's like, hopefully this kind of adds to that conversation because I really didn't want to leave our listeners hanging if, you know, we kind of like touched on forgiving someone in that area. But my heart behind this episode of the podcast was to kind of shed a little bit more light into that. So that, that was my, I probably should have said that at the beginning, but whatever. <laughs> Get over it. You have anything else not to sorry. say, Darren? Sorry, not sorry. No, actually, I was literally moving toward the same point you just made, so we're good. I, I, I hope this Pop has quiz. been... What was our last week's topic about? Parents and living long? It was. Good job, Darren. Yep. I totally remember that. Actually, I listened to a lot of it this morning to try oh, to did brush you? up. Yeah, didn't get to that part, though. Well, and, and that's why, you know, I, I love that you ended on that because it was like, that's exactly the last thing we always have to make that point mm-hmm. is as a forgiven people... We should be the most forgiving people. Absolutely. And if you have any questions, you're listening to this, you have any questions, let us know. GrassrootsWBA.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, the YouTubes, TikTok. No, we're not on TikTok. I don't think we'd ever have a TikTok. No. There's not seriously, listen, if there's something you're struggling with, if you want to talk to somebody about something, we're always here. Want some, uh, I don't know, some just to help someone to get a little bit of help in the right direction. Or if you want to tell us that we're idiots. You have the that freedom to do that. Freedom of speech, baby. Hey, we love you. You're awesome. Have a good day. Till next time. Do you think it fooled them? Do you think they believed it? Oh, yeah. <laughs>